Uh, today's show is also brought to you by Monetize My Life Academy, uh, the premier branding and marketing academy for entrepreneurs, everything the solopreneur needs to take his business or brand to the next level. Uh, you missed it. Uh, if you didn't get in uh, last night was the last day that we offered the uh, membership for uh, uh, $20 per month. Uh, price is now doubled as uh, stated in our previous advertisement. It's now $40 a month, but you get all the courses, all the ebooks, all the webinars, everything that you need. You get me as a live branding and marketing coach. You can ask questions in our private Facebook group. And I want to help you build the most robust brand that you can build. If you have not yet started to build your brand and you're trying to figure out how to take your passions, how to take your know-how, how to take your um, things that you're good at and turn those things into profits, then that's what you will learn at Monetize My Life Academy. All you got to do is go to www.monetizemylifeacademy.com. Uh, check out our free ebook that we're giving away, Easy Online Incomes, and that might help get you off to the races. So... Let's get ready to get this thing on and cracking, man. Uh, we had a great time uh, last Thursday as we kicked in part one of this particular series. Uh, for those of you who missed that episode, then I want you to know that uh, basically what we are doing is uh, we are studying uh, the twelve, uh, the power and the principles and power of vision by Dr. Miles Monroe. So uh, that's where these 12 principles are coming from. And uh, we started last Thursday laying the framework and the groundwork for these 12 principles. And uh, I wanted to do a two-part show, but the content is so rich that I just can't do two parts. So this has turned out to be a five-part series on the 12 principles for fulfilling your vision. Uh, and there is no better way to uh, kick off 2018 than talking about vision. After all, that's what your New Year's resolution is all about. You're setting and creating a vision for yourself. Jeff, wealthy artist is in the building. Uh, top of the morning to you, brother. Happy New Year to you. Uh, teaching artists and working professionals wealth principles. Uh, I love that so much, man, because somebody's got to do it, man. We are missing in the financial education space. So, Principle number one is be directed by a clear vision. We talked a little bit about being lazy with your vision. Sometimes we see things and we don't really want to be uh, as detailed as we absolutely could be. Uh, sometimes we, we have to understand the things that will stop us from exercising or uh, implementing our vision. Uh, we talked about three things you have to overcome when it comes to that. Uh, one of the things you have to overcome is uh, understanding the principles of vision, right? And that's what we're talking about today, being directed by a clear vision. That is a principle, understanding the origin of vision. And we, we discovered that Dr. Miles Monroe believed, and I agree with him, that all vision comes from your purpose. See, you're seeing things and you don't know why you're seeing things because you have a purpose that was built into you when you were created. So that's what's going on. So your vision is coming from your purpose and God gave everything purpose. Therefore, everybody has a vision. You have to understand how to, uh, that there are some obstacles or there is a price to pay for being a visionary, right? And you have to understand that right out the gate because sometimes when not understanding that, uh, you will find yourself running up against uh, people who challenge your vision, people who hate on your vision, people who discount your vision. Uh, there's all sorts of things when it comes to vision uh, that will get in your way. And you just got to understand that that is just the price of being a visionary, right? Uh, so principle number one is being led by a clear vision. If you want to get all of the details on that, then go back to last Thursday's show. You can always catch the replays of the shows at tv.financialhealthmentor.com. Again, tv.financialhealthmentor.com. Not only can you catch the replays of the show, that's where my written commentary is for each and every episode. Uh, so you can check that over, over there. So go back to last Thursday's blog post for that. But on to principle number two. Principle number two is know your potential for fulfilling your vision. 
Know your potential for fulfilling your vision, right? And, and, and the reason this is important is because when you discover your dream or when you realize the vision that God has placed in you, you will also discover your ability to fulfill it. Let me say that again. When you discover your dream and you unlock or uncover the vision that you have uh, that has been placed in you because of your purpose, you will also discover the ability to fulfill it. I'm going to go to uh, Miles Monroe gives some definitions of um, potential. And I like the way he breaks uh, this definition down. So let me see if I can find it really quickly. He breaks down what potential is. Um, so he says, we must come into an awareness of our potential. Potential is hidden capacity, untapped power, un, um, unreleased energy. It is all you could be, but haven't yet become. Potential is who you um, really are in accordance with your vision, even if you don't yet know your true self. Potential is a person who has been trapped inside you because of false ideas of who you are, either your own or others. God has created you to do something wonderful, and he has given you the ability and resources you need to do it. So we're talking about the, what, what he, I, I understand as potential. So if you understand that all vision comes from purpose. And if you understand that all purpose comes from your creator, and if you understand that your creator has given everything a purpose, everything is created with a purpose, then you have to understand that you don't get a vision, you don't get a dream, you don't get a goal and, and not have everything that you need to fulfill that purpose, to fulfill that mission, to fulfill that dream. It, 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 the Bible says God knew you from the creation and the foundation of the earth. In other words, he created everything based on knowing you first. So he made sure that everything that you need is already in creation. So when he gives you, plants the vision in you, plants the dream in you, gives you your purpose, he also buries within you the tools resources, special abilities, gifts, talents, everything that you need to accomplish those things are already inside you. So when you uncover your vision, by default, you are also uncovering the ability to fulfill that vision. That's why it's so critically important for everybody to understand that who you are, what you are, why you are, is critically important. Who you are, what you are, why you are is critically important, right? Second second thing that you want to understand about this principle, know your potential to uh, fulfill your gifts. It says the gift of uh, imagination allows you to take a tour of your dreams so you don't focus on your present. This is another critically important part. Uh, so many people are either stuck in their present or stuck in their past that they can't even take time to visit their future. So many people are stuck right here in the present, meaning all I can see is my current situation, my current circumstances. This is all I can see. This is all that I am. It's like, uh, I'm so sick and tired of being sick and tired, but I'm focused too much on the present. And then you have those people who 
all they can see is their past. You got some people who are still living their glory days of high school and college. Every time you come around, that's all they talk about. You got some people who are constantly reliving the negative past that they've had. That's all they ever bring up. I can't win today because I lost yesterday. You guys get, how many of you guys know people like that? Come on, you guys gotta interact. You gotta talk to me, uh, in the chat, if you will, right? How many of you guys know people like that? Either all they can focus on is their present situation. They can't see it getting better because they're focused on the problems that they're dealing with right now. And then we also know those people who are constantly living in their past, either they're reliving their past glory days or they're reliving their past hurts every single day. I can't win today because I lost yesterday, right? That is a huge, huge, huge problem that we have and we have to overcome that. So God has given us the gift of imagination, which allows us to take a tour of our dreams so we don't focus on today, the present. I literally go out 10 years into the future, nine years into the future now, and hang out with the Cortez of 2027 every day. And I'm talking to them about what I need to be doing in 2018 to make sure that we have what we say we're going to have in 2018. See, I've already toured the uh, uh, 110-story uh, skyscraper that 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 looks over downtown St. Louis, right? And I'm and I'm at the top floor in my my my. My my corner office looking over the muddy Mississippi uh, and the St. Louis Arch and across the street, I can see another tower going up that's projected to be 111 stories, 112 stories. Right. And a lot of people will say, hey, I built this 110 story building so that I can be the biggest building on the block. But as I'm looking at this 112 story building going up, I'm not mad. And you know why I'm not mad? Because that building, too, will also say Thornton Tower. But it's not my building. It's my son's building. See, I've already been there and I see that happening and I visit that on a regular basis. Right. You can't continue to live solely in your present and rehashing your past and never visit your future. Right. Since they're living those past glories because they believe that's all there is. You're absolutely right. Some people are just living that. Uh, 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 wealthy artists. Some people are just living that because they believe the best has already passed them. No, you have to have a best is yet to come. No matter how good life is right now, my best is still yet to come. So you have to use the power of imagination and get into your future. Go visit your dreams. Go sit down in your dream home. Go talk to yourself uh, five years from now, the person that you're going, what, what you're going through right now, the person that you're becoming, go visit that finished product and hang out with that person. Go see what your children are going to be like five years from now, 10 years from now, right? Go prepare a place before your present self so that you have some. So use the power of imagination to get where you need to be. So we got one more point that we want to talk about. But before we do that, let's get into today's uh, quote of the day. Today's quote of the day says, poor dad's way of requesting knowledge is more info. Hashtag stay broke. Some of us are building uh, and using social media to teach and educate and try to uplift our people economically uh, through entrepreneurship, through uh, life insurance, through investments, through uh, economic empowerment. Uh, and all we get is requests for more info and no action. 
Terry Williams said, I'm going to start visiting the future more in 2018. I appreciate that, Terry. Absolutely. You got to visit your future. You got to go touch. You got to go taste. You got to go see. You got to go hear. Uh, and that's what brings it into manifestation. And, and when we get into part three, you're going to understand why that is, that is critically important. But today's quote of the day says, poor dad's way of requesting. And this is a re reference to uh, the book, Rich Dad, Poor Dad. Poor dad's way of requesting knowledge is more info. Hashtag stay broke. This comes from my man, Evan Jefferson, uh, theblackbillionairesclub.com. If you want to get the book, uh, The Black Billionaires Club, then I want you to, uh, this is what the book looks like, theblackbillionairesclub.com. It is a study of the 12 black billionaires that exist on the planet today, and not so much how they got their wealth, which it does talk about how they got their wealth, but it also talks about the study of who they are as people, what the, the journeys into becoming wealthy. So again, today's quarter of the day, poor dad's way of requesting knowledge is more info. Don't really want to go get any information, see people doing things and they just say, hey man, can you send me some more info? And not really wanting to do anything with that information. So hashtag stay broke. So if you want to grab that book, it comes with a how to Bitcoin uh, cryptocurrency class uh, as well. Evan Jefferson is uh, a master teacher of, uh, uh, and a certified financial educator. So go to www.theblackbillionairesclub.com to pick up uh, that book as, all, as well as your free uh, How to Bitcoin Cryptocurrency class. And don't fall into poor dad's way of requesting knowledge, talking about more info. No, actually get with people who are doing great things. And if you have to pay them to coach or mentor you, then don't be afraid to pay them. Uh, you have to invest in yourself, man. But we know the number one reason people don't invest in themselves is because they don't believe or they don't value themselves. So again, uh, theblackbillionairesclub.com, go grab yourself a copy. Great read. Uh, inspirational read, but also uh, sometimes when you see what other people have gone through to get to their level of success, it inspires and motivates and causes you to see that even though you are in this particular place, you still can hit and reach your dreams and goals that you have set for yourself. So do me a huge favor if you guys just are topping, uh, hopping on. Yes, happy new year uh, to you, uh, Michael. Type in the chat where you're from and also the name of your brand. If you're building a brand at all, always, I don't care whatever platform you're in. If you're on my show, you're, you're checking somebody out on Facebook Live, you're on other YouTube channels, always put your name and uh, uh, your, your brand in the uh, uh, comments, man. It's just the way you do it. It says you have to work your imagination muscles uh, even if it feels funny. Absolutely, man. You got to be able to see uh, those things clearly and it feels funny because you're actually going into another dimension and um, people are, are afraid to be looked at as crazy for being visionaries but hey when you can see things that only you can see then you are crazy <laughs> you are crazy right but that's the cost of being a visionary right hey Sonya uh, Marilyn happy new year to you Sonya uh, Thanks for tuning in. Hit the share button for me. If you have not already subscribed to the channel, go ahead and hit the subscribe button as well. So we're on principle number two. So basically the way the rest of the series is going to work out, we're going to do three principles a day. So the first principle was uh, be directed by a clear vision. But we actually broke that down on Thursday's show when we laid the groundwork for this. So if you want to see a repeat of the show, go to tv.financialhealthmentor.com. There you can see not only the replay of the show itself, but also my written commentary uh, for each show, as well as links to uh, the book of the day and all that kind of stuff. Uh, and then we're on principle number two. Know your potential for fulfilling your vision. Know your potential. That means that God gave you the vision and he's giving you all the tools that you need and the equipment to fulfill. It's like. When I was younger, I played, you know, I came up in the generation of Mario Brothers, right? And it's like you get to certain points in some of these video games and you get frustrated that you can't beat the game. 
But you have to know that there is a way to beat the game. Otherwise, nobody builds a game without the ability to solve the puzzle or to beat the game. Well, the same is true with you. When, when, when I got to, uh, uh, you know, the end of Mario Brothers, for instance, and you have to fight that last dragon. I mean, he's throwing everything at you, but there is a way to beat him. They built that into the game. Otherwise, it wouldn't be any fun if there was a game that was absolutely unbeatable. So within the game, the person who created the game, the levels in each board, even though they got harder and harder as you went through them, there was a way for you to absolutely beat the game. Well, guess what? You've been given a vision has been implanted in you. That vision that has been planted in you will manifest and you've been also given everything that you need to fulfill that vision. And if you have not already been given it, those resources will come available to you as you go forward to fulfilling that vision. Right. So uh, when you discover your dream, uh, you also by default discover the ability to fulfill it. The gift of imagination allows you to take a tour of your dream so you don't focus on the present, right? So many people are focused on the right now. And when, when things are not going right in my business, I stumble, I fall a little bit. You know what I do? I immediately teleport into the future and I start looking at my future success. I start seeing the dream, even though I'm stumbling here, I go and I see the dream fulfilled and it helps me bring that information back to the present and overcome those challenges that have caused me to stumble, right? And then the other thing that you have to understand is that you are perfect for your purpose. Everything about you has been given to you in the name of you fulfilling your purpose. I'm going to run that one back and make sure y'all get it. You are perfect for your vision. Everything about you. Has anybody ever wondered and, and, and had a conversation with God, say, God, why me? Why now? Why in this particular date and time and space did you insert me in this vision? Why? See, and the reason, and, and he never answers that because he already answered it. Because I have a purpose for you, and the purpose is to be fulfilled in this time and space. God, why me? Why Why wasn't I born a woman? Why wasn't I born another uh, 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 ethnicity? Why? But see, everything about me is perfect for the fulfillment of my vision, of my God-given purpose. So sometimes we, 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 we are mad about what we look like. We're mad about the socioeconomic background that we were raised under. Sometimes we're bitter about the education that we got because our parents were poor. They can only afford to live on a certain part of town. We're mad about our gender. We're mad about our race. We're mad about a lot of different things that God put in us and the way he created us when all of that is part of his plan for fulfilling his works in us and the purpose that he put us on this planet. Makes me think about a Warren Buffett uh, uh, interview that I saw with him and Jay-Z. And Warren Buffett said they were talking about his level of success. And he basically said that luck also had a lot to do with his level of success. He said the time in which I was born and, and raised, he said, had I been born a woman or had I been born black, I wouldn't have the same opportunities to become this successful. Right. I want you guys to get what he's, he said. If I had been born a woman in the early 1900s when one was born, if I had been born black, 
I would not even have the opportunities to have become a billionaire that I had because I wouldn't have been able to get into the school that I went to. I wouldn't have been coached and mentored by the people that I was coached and mentored by. I wouldn't have been given the same breaks uh, in the uh, uh, investment world that I was given early on because I was born not only white, but I was born a white man in a time in which everything was predicated on uh, the success of white men. So I want you to understand something about you, whoever you are, whatever background you come from, whatever ethnicity you are, whatever your race is, whatever that whoever you are, you are perfect for your mission. You are perfect for your vision. That's all part of the process. That's all part of the plan, right? You were born in the date and time you were born in this span, in this space of time for a particular reason. See, my makeup, the way who I am and, and everything that I am maybe would not have worked for me accomplishing my mission a hundred years ago. So I was born in 1974, so the bulk of my life could be really, uh, I can hit my stride in 2020, 2030, 2040. Because that's where I, that's where I was born for this time. My mission and my purpose is for this time. So do not discount any part of who or what you are. Not to say that you're not trying to grow from glory to glory. Uh, not to say that you're not trying to overcome some things that have, have, have happened to you that may have caused you some frustration, some anger. But even the process of you overcoming certain things is to prepare you to fulfill your vision and your mission. So that was principle number two. Know your potential for fulfilling your vision. It's in you. It's already in you. See, I, I like to say, and I'm not, you know, a, a minister or anything like that, but I believe that when you're praying and asking God for stuff, a lot of times you're praying in vain. And, and the reason I say that is because Scripture says that he put everything that we need in us at the moment we were born. So, for instance, an acorn we see as an acorn, but everything that that is needed for the acorn to become an oak tree is already in it. See, the acorn doesn't get planted into the ground and then have to pray to God to give it what it needs to become an oak tree. It's already in there. So when you were created, God knew you before the foundation of the world. So everything that you need to fulfill your life's mission and purpose is already in you. And a lot of people are praying for things which God has already given to him to them. Now, if you're praying for strength to overcome as you're developing who you are to become, then absolutely that's a good prayer. But if you're asking for things, a lot of times we're asking for things that have already been given to us. We're asking for things that we already possess. All we have to do is start moving forward towards building and fulfilling our dreams and vision. So principle number three is develop a concrete plan for your vision. Develop a concrete plan for your vision. Since God gives the vision, but we have to make the plan. You ever heard the phrase, it's hard to steer a parked car? You guys are familiar with that phrase, right? It's hard to steer a parked car. Well, the Bible says that, the, that your feet 
are directed, your steps are ordered by God. The steps are ordered by God, meaning that as you're moving, he can guide you along the right path. But if you're standing still, what is there for him to guide? You're not going anywhere. So if you're not walking, then how can he order your steps? Right? So God gives the vision. We are responsible for making the plan. Right? Number two, or, or, or this is another point. Point number two says without a plan, how can you track your progress? Right? And this is this is heavy for me to read because I'm the type of guy who flies by the seat of my pants in the sense that I have a plan here, but I very rarely write my plans down. All right, so I have and I see things in my head and I'm moving in certain directions and doing certain things, but I'm not. You have to put your you have to really draw out your plan so that you can measure and track your progress. Because how do you know you're on track for what it is that you're trying to accomplish if you don't have a plan to read up against? If you don't have a plan to go back and say, okay, I'm at this point of fulfilling my vision because my plan says I should be here by now. Right. It's like the builder referring to the blueprint over and over. Right. Foundation gets laid. Now he goes back to the blueprint and says, OK, now that the foundation is laid, now we need to do this. We need to put this part here. We need to put this part in first, because if we put the wall in first, then we won't be able to bring in the equipment to get this part in first. Right. So there has to be a plan for your vision. Right. So we're talking about some points that you need to help develop this plan. Right. Uh, God gives you the vision uh, and we make the plan. Right. Then without a plan, you cannot track your progress. Right. I've been in situations where I literally had fulfilled a mission or a goal and I'm still working towards it. Because I wasn't tracking it and didn't realize I had already hit the mark. Right. And if I have tracked it properly, then knowing that I hit the mark, I could have set a new goal. I could have recalibrated, could have done some things differently and gone beyond the mark. Right. It's like running a certain distance. You don't know where the finish line is, so you're just running. But ultimately, you get beyond the finish line and you're still racing. And it's like, dude, it's over. But because you didn't have a plan, because you were not properly uh, uh, measuring or you weren't properly tracking your progress, then you can't measure your success. You can't measure what you don't track. You have to develop a plan that gives you a way to track your progress. Then you can measure, hey, three months in of 2018, am I one fourth of the way closer to my goal? Six months in, am I halfway there or do I need to ramp up? Do I need to course correct? Do I need to make some adjustments? Right. So really quickly, let's get into today's uh, book excerpt of the day. And again, we're doing a study of Dr. Miles Monroe, The Principles and Power of Vision. The Principles and Power of Vision. So it says, ideas are seeds of destiny planted by God in the minds of humankind. When ideas are cultivated, they become imagination. Imagination if it is watered and developed, becomes a plan. Finally, if a plan is followed, it becomes a reality. However, 
When a person receives an idea from God, it must be cultivated soon or the idea often goes away. If that person doesn't ever work on the idea, God will give it to someone else. Inevitably, if the second person takes the idea, makes a plan, and starts to work on it, the first person will become jealous because he had the idea first. Yet it's not just having ideas that is important. It's need, ideas need plans if they're going to become reality. Anybody know a person that is ideal central? Anybody know? I know a lot of people who are just idea central. They have all of these ideas, but they're not working on any of them. They have all these ideas, but they're not working on any of them. And then if somebody else comes along and works the idea, they're mad. So let me read that one more time for you guys. Ideas are seeds of destiny planted by God in the minds of humankind. When ideas are cultivated, they become imagination. Imagination, if it is watered and developed, becomes a plan. Finally, if a plan is followed, it becomes reality. However, when a person receives an idea from God, it must be cultivated soon or the idea often goes away. If that person doesn't ever work on the idea, God will give it to someone else. You guys ever experienced that? You had an idea uh, and didn't work the idea and all of a sudden somebody else comes along and they're crushing it with the idea that that you had. You have to literally move on and act on those ideas that are planted. Uh, Dr. Dennis Kimbrough says that every year a person is given up to four ideas that will make them a multimillionaire if they would only act on them every year. Every year, each person is given up to four ideas that will make them a multimillionaire if they only act on them. Isn't that powerful? So don't be the person who's gotten these ideas, who's gotten these visions, and you never do anything, and then God says, okay, uh, my word is not going to return to me, boy. It's going to happen. I'm just going to use somebody else to make it happen. Does that make sense? So God gives the vision. We must put the plan into action. And then, of course, uh, once we make the plan, we have to do the actionable steps and work out the plan. Without a plan, uh, how can you track your progress? Right? Another thing that you have to have to understand is you have to understand who you are at your core. It says you can't succeed without a clear identity of yourself. Who are you, man? And you have to constantly, constantly work on who you are. Right? Who are you? And when you can identify who you are, that's going to help further uh, reveal to you the plan. See, I know that I have a tremendous amount of patience and I didn't realize why I needed to be so patient until here recently when I started this mission and started to uncover my life's purpose, my life's work. And my life's work is to uh, uh, educate our people economically. And if you understand anything about black people, the last thing they want to hear is anything related to financial principles. <laughs> so I understand now why the need for me to be, why I was given the gift of patience. Because, man, we sick. As a community of people, black people are sick. And in order to deal with a sick person, in order to help them heal, you have to exercise a tremendous amount of patience. 
And now I'm starting to understand more and more who I am and why I am. Because it has a lot to do with my mission and my life's purpose, right? So you have to understand who you are. You can't succeed without a clear identity of who you are, right? Your dream is worth writing down. Remember, it came from God. This is, again, this is a, a note to self. This is for me. See, I always have my dreams. I have my plans up here. But do you not think that your dream is valuable enough to write it down? If you remember that your dream came from God, is, is this vision that's given to you by your creator, is it not worthy enough for you to take the time and write out your blueprint? This really convicted me when I read this. Because it's like, dude, are you serious? You've got a billion dollar game plan in your head. Is it not worthy of you writing it down? If something were to happen to you, your children can't even execute the game plan because you took it with you. Because you didn't value it enough to write it down. Or you were just being lazy. And that's my problem. Just being lazy. So now I have four enterprises. All of the business plans are here. <laughs> All of the business models are here. But it's like, dude, in order for you to really bring these things to life, all things must be created three times. Has to be created here, in the imagination. Has to be created on paper. Then it is created in reality. Everything that has ever been created by man was created three times. There was the imagination of the thing. There was the written plan or a blueprint or a sketch of the thing. And then there was the thing that manifested out of that. Are your dreams not worthy or your, is your vision not worthy to be written down? <laughs> that really convicted me, man. I was like, ah, that makes so much sense. So now I'm in the process of going through what I need to do to write down my plans, write down my visions, and not only write them down so that I can execute them, but write them down so that if something happens to me, my family can execute them. I, I've got to get my wife, my PayPal account numbers and all of this stuff. Just think about some of the stuff that we're doing that as we're building and we're growing and we're racing, sometimes we don't think about, wait a minute, what if something happens to you? Can somebody pick up and continue this journey? Right. Sometimes you literally have to slow down in order to speed up. Right. It's, it's like. The, those those race car drivers. Right. Uh, and they're flying around uh, uh, um, the, these race courses and sometimes the courses zigzag and they go left and then a quick right and then left again. Right. If they don't slow down through those turns, they'll never make it. They're going to crash and burn. So sometimes you have some sharp turns to make along your journey, but you don't want to slow down in order to speed up. So it's the old story of the, the man chopping down the tree and he's frustrated and he's whacking and whacking and whacking that thing with his axe. And somebody comes along and said, bro, your axe is dull. Why don't you take the time to sharpen the axe? And he says, I don't have time for that. That's what we're doing when we don't write our plans down. We're not sharpening our axe. So with a dull axe, it will take him 500 swings to chop down this tree. Take them all day. But if he took 10 minutes. 
and sharpened his axe, he could probably get the tree felled in 150 swings. But we don't understand the concept of slowing down to speed up. And this is really, really big for me, man. It's like all I know sometimes is 100 miles and running. But when I started to study this, I said, man, that's a word for me. Slow down to speed up. So somebody, put it in comments, slow down to speed up. It's okay to slow down in order to speed up. So that convicted me, and I just, I, I'm really going to work on that for 2018. And then lastly, your plan is material for your prayers. Your plan. See, when you have that written plan, and you're going over that written plan, and you're executing portions of that written plan, that plan now becomes material for your prayers. Because as you're working that plan, you're starting to see what you need for the next phase. You're starting to see where you got stuck. You're starting to see what you need to overcome. You're starting to see the resource you need. You're starting to see the people that you need to recruit or the people that you need to attract into your life to help you get the mission done. And now as I can see that, I can send up a little prayer and say, God, I'm at this part of my plan. and I think this is going to be the most challenging part. Can you reveal to me how we overcome this challenge? So your plan then becomes ammunition or material for your prayer. See, when you put your plan into place and you put it down on paper and you start walking that plan out, now you got something to talk to God about. But if you don't even have a plan and he's, after he's already given you the vision, why would he want to talk to you all day? And you ain't even put a plan together. <laughs> God, I really, really want this thing to be successful. I, I thank you so much for giving me the vision to do X, Y, and Z. Now help me do it. Like, okay, when you get a plan, I'm going to help you execute the plan. But until you have a plan, there's nothing for us to talk about. We're just going to keep talking about the vision, but you're never going to put a plan together. And because you never put a plan together, you never take any action. What is there for you and God to talk about? But when you put that plan in place and you start taking steps to fulfilling what you've put on paper and you start walking that thing out and you run into a snag, God says, just keep walking. I'm going to order your steps. I'm going to help you along the way, but I can't direct a parked car. Some of us are praying for things to happen in our lives, and we want the windows of heaven to literally open up and a new car to just appear in the driveway. Some of us are praying for success in business and we're literally just waiting to wake up one day with keys to a brand new office building and a successful business waiting for us to come run. That ain't how it works, man. God gives you the vision. You put the plan together. You start working the plan, moving forward. Then he starts guiding your steps. Starts guiding your steps. So this is the first three principles of the 12, right? We've got uh, tomorrow we'll do four, five, and six. So again, we'll wrap this series up on Thursday, but let me just recap really, really quickly. Uh, principle number one is be directed by a clear vision. Your clarity in vision comes from identifying and uncovering your purpose. See, and to get to your purpose, sometimes you have to go through your passions. You have to understand the true motive behind your passion. And when you can understand that, it's going to lead you to your purpose. And inside your purpose is your vision and your provision. And your purpose is your vision and your provision. Right? That was principle number one. Principle number two Know your potential for fulfilling the vision. 
If God gave you the vision, he's also given you everything you need to fulfill said vision. But you got to put the plan together. You have to do the work. Right? Because when you discover your dreams, you will discover the, the uh, ability to fulfill them. Use the gift of imagination to visit your dreams daily. Get out into the future every day. And then take some of that intel and bring it back into your present and get to work. Right? Um, know that you are the perfect fit for your purpose. Stop doubting who you are. Stop doubting your abilities. No. If God gave you a vision, he's either already given you everything that you need to fulfill the vision or he's going to give it to you or reveal your additional skills, the resources that you need as you go. Principle number three, develop a concrete plan. Got to have a plan, man, uh, where there is no plan. When you, when, when you fail the plan, um, you're basically planning to fail, right? What are, what are the, the, the six P's say? Uh, proper preparation, present, prevents poor performing, performance or something like that, right? When you prepare properly, it's going to prevent you from having a poor performance. So set your plan. God gives you the vision, you make the plan. Without a plan, uh, you can't track your progress. You have to understand if you're going to succeed, sit down and have some quiet time with yourself. Start to uncover yourself. Start to take inventory of who you really are, your gifts, your talents, and your special abilities because they were given to you for the purpose of you fulfilling your vision. Right? That quick wit that you have and everybody think it's funny, You've been given that for a reason to help you accomplish a mission. So understand who you are and why you are. Um, and then your dream is worth writing down. Remember, it came from God. Your dream came from God. It's worth taking the time to organize your thoughts on paper. Write it down. Everything must be created three times. It's created in your imagination first, then it's created on paper, then it's created in manifestation, right? And then your plan is material for your prayers, right? Once you got your plan and you start to work the plan, now you and God got something to talk about. Appreciate that, Taryn. They got a lot of out of shot. I appreciate that. Uh, do me a favor, hit the subscribe button if you haven't already. Give me a thumbs up uh, and then share it as well. Someone else might might be blessed by this particular content as well. Uh, but I appreciate the kind words. So when you put your plan together and you start working your plan, now you and God got something to talk about. <laughs> he cannot order your steps if you ain't stepping. Right? <laughs> The word says that he will order your steps. But if you ain't stepping, he ain't or there's nothing for him to order. <laughs> so make sure that you put your plan on paper and then you do something every single day towards executing that plan. Even if it's small tasks, that's what I want you to do. So let me recap our um, our daily quote. Uh, my man Evan Jefferson says, poor dad's way of requesting knowledge is more info. Hashtag stay broke, because if all you do is request more info and you never do anything with the info that you get, then you, my friend, will stay broke. Uh, go grab the book, um, The Black Billionaires Club from www.theblackbillionairesclub.com. It comes with a free uh, cryptocurrency class, how to Bitcoin. So uh, that is a cool a uh, little deal there. I forget what the price is, but uh, for the class and the book, uh, you can't beat it. Uh, today's book excerpt of the day was brought to you by Monetize My Life Academy. Uh, all you got to do if you are interested in building a brand, what I want you to do is just go to Monetize My Life Academy. At the bottom, you will see a link to grab a free ebook, right? Grab a free ebook, Easy Online Incomes, 
right? And it's a free uh, uh, book, gives you some ideas on some things that you can do to make some extra money online. And again, today's book of the day is The Principles and Power of Vision. In fact, this is the study for the rest of the week. When you go to tv.financialhealthmentor.com uh, for the replay and the show notes, you'll see the ability to grab uh, yourself a copy of uh, that book as well. So that's it for today's show, man. I am your man, H. Cortez, the one and only financial health mentor to the black community, everybody's favorite fatherpreneur. Until I talk to you guys next time, I want you to get your money up because you absolutely can do it. But more importantly, you deserve it. Peace out, y'all. See, the fools just tried to warn you, ready or not, they about to move on us. God, a righteousness about to take and cut the enemy loose on us. And what you going to do, huh? You going to stand up and you going to fold. Talk that shit, but when it pop off, watch how many G's turn to hoes. They going to be up against some real killers. And not they brothers in these streets only popping out of fear, nigga. Don't you know they plot your destruction and preparations are being made? To rid you of this earth, they don't want your trick ass as a slave. So I'm spitting this wake-up call to all the ghetto soldiers. You had your fun in the game, but now it's time to do what you're supposed to. Got you killing each other in these streets like you don't give a fucking care. But we in psychological warfare, we ain't got no lives to spare. You better prepare yourself. Judgment day and the hour. The final 60 seconds, total dominion and all power. will be placed in the hands of the original man. Infinitely. Like it began several years ago, yo, when those niggas began to roll and hold. Try common ground like solutions on out of the cold. But what's it just know? We feeling the same way at the same time, though. On that nigga mind, I come up to never the bowl. Four seats to the round table. Each nigga bow, they stay low. Inside went the ground, now it's time to hold the world to make way for. Five, six, seven, eight cash from scratch cake, we make that. Paper cash, they hate that. Y'all got shit, we don't take that. Had your cash like where the wake at? My rap, can't shake that. Come like 10 PGs on a club. From every angle, you can't escape that. Got out the game to lay back. School the youngest, they ain't how to weigh that. Develop your heart for you start running these streets. Try to stay trapped. Yeah, what it is, is a trap. The whole shit since way back. So never in the struggle, but black man, we got to break that. Get on some like payback. Just feeling the need to say that.